guys hear me? Welcome, 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 welcome. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. In the book of Psalms 122 and 1, it says, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Is there anybody here that's just glad to be here? Just one more time? Just one more time? What better way to start off your new year than to be in the house of the Lord? There's no better way to start it off. Now, if this is your first time with us, or if you're joining us virtually, uh, we want to invite you to text the word guest to 830-689-8074. We love the opportunity to get to know you, and thank you for joining us in the service, and we want to give you the opportunity to learn a little bit more about us. You know, I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. Uh, not necessarily, I don't, I'm not a fan of New Year's resolutions because we should not have to wait to the beginning of the year to decide to start over and begin again. But, like I said, I am a believer in resolutions. You know, 2022 may have been a difficult year for some of us, but I still believe God is in the blessing business. I believe that in my heart. And I also believe that God has some wonderful resolutions in store for us in the coming year. And given his absolute faithfulness and his infinite power, we can expect, unlike us, we can expect that God will keep his resolutions. Now, this morning we have a baptism. We want to thank God. Thank God for all the souls, for all the souls that have joined the family of God. Today we're going to celebrate with one of them as they prepare to be baptized this morning. And baptism is an outward expression of an inward reality. It's a public declaration of how Jesus has changed your life. Being baptized shows, that, shows others that you have decided to follow Jesus and allows them to celebrate this decision with you. And baptism is a way for believers to identify with Christ. It's symbolic of his death, burial, and the resurrection. Now, Your neighbor, let's go down by the river. Let's go down. Meet me down, meet me by the river. Meet me down. In the obedience to the head of the church and on your profession of your faith in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, in obedience to his command, I now baptize thee, Jasmine Gutierrez, in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Let's go down, let's go down, by the river, let's go down, yeah. Amen, amen, amen. 
Well, this is the first Sunday of the year, but it's also the first Sunday of the month. So here at Resurrection, that means that it's Communion Sunday. A day in which we commemorate the greatest love in the history of mankind. So if you will, grab your sacraments, and if you're at home watching us at home, grab your, your bread or your crackers and some juice as we prepare for communion. You know, the Bible tells us greater love has no man than this, to lay down his life for his friend. Jesus called us friends, and he demonstrated that love when he died on the cross. So I invite you this morning to join us. It was a Thursday night when Jesus met with his disciples in the upper room. Many call this the Last Supper. The Last Supper is an important event because historically Christians realized that this preceded Jesus' betrayal, his denial, his crucifixion, where he died upon the cross for our sins. So, on that night, Jesus took the bread and he broke it. He blessed it and he gave it to his disciples. He said, this is my body, which will be broken for you. He said, as often as you do this, do so in remembrance of me. Take the bread and eat the olive. Likewise, he took the cup. He said, this cup represents my blood, which will be shed for you. You know, in the book of Hebrews, it tells us without the shedding of blood, there can be no remission of sin. And then with that, take your cup and drink the olive. Amen. Somebody ought to say amen and thank the Lord for what he's done. Now, guys, are you, are you ready to take it just a little bit higher this morning? Uh, that didn't sound real good to me. Are you ready to take it? Just What did y'all do last night? <laughs> take it, take it, we're going to take it just a little bit higher. Our magnification ministry is going to kick us off this morning and then be prepared to be blessed with a preached word from Pastor Brown. I talked to him earlier this week and he's itching to give you this word. So put your hands together and give God a hand clap of praise and be prepared to be blessed. Anybody glad to be here this morning? Anybody grateful? Just, just turn around and see who's, who's all grateful this morning. Could have been another way this morning, but God has been faithful. When I tell you he's been faithful, he brought me all the way through 22. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You might as well go on and take your time and give God the glory this morning. Because it wasn't guaranteed that we'd be here today. I wish I had a witness back in the back that said, if it had not been for Jesus on my side, I don't know where I'd be. I don't know where I'd be. I see you. Anybody just grateful? for it? If we don't see nothing else, I'm just grateful this morning, Pastor. I know 
why you are so hyped because you're just grateful this morning. Hallelujah. This ain't what we was going to sing, but I'm grateful. So grateful. I'm grateful. Tell your neighbor, I'm grateful. So grateful. I'm grateful. Back in the back over there, just tell them, I'm grateful. I can't hear you. I'm grateful. Deacons and trustees and, and all the all I'm grateful. So grateful. I'm grateful. Now we're back in check. See ya. Yeah, come on, come on. 
Listen, we're a little stiff in here. I don't know if we got too much of New Year's Eve on us or what, but I declare he's worthy. You may not act like it, but he's still worthy. If I had somebody that don't mind giving me some fuck praise right up in here. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Worshippers, that just lift your hand towards heaven. Tell him thank you. For things being as well as oh, don't go back. Come on back up. Come on up. Come on up. I need, don't don't need no coward soldiers this morning. Come on up. Come on up. Hallelujah. Song says, "Glory to your name." His name will be praised today. Hallelujah. Come on, worshippers, lift your hand. Lift your hand. Thank God I ain't got an IV in my arm today. We give glory to you, Jesus. You're so worthy.
testimony I'm sharing with you. I've had some weary days. Some sleepless nights. But I'm looking toward the future because when I I look around and I think things all of my good days outweigh my bad days I, I won't complain did you get up this morning and see that fog sometimes the clouds hang low I don't know who this is for. I can hardly see the road. I'll ask the question, Lord. Why so much pain? But I've been preaching about this all year long last year. He knows what's best for me. Even though my weary eyes, they don't see. So I'll just say thank you, Lord. I, I won't complain. I'm going to do this part and I'm going to let you go. Because God has been so good to me. He me more than you or this whole world could ever be he's been so good so good so good to me he tried all my tears away 
Tony do it? Turn my midnights into days. So I'll, I'll just say thank you, Lord. That's how I'm starting the year out, y'all. I'll just say thank you, Lord. I don't know what's coming this year, but I'll just say thank you, Lord. I've been lied on, but thank you, Lord. I've been talked about, but thank you, Lord. I've been misunderstood, but thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I won't. 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 I won't complain. right now for the privilege of just being in your presence in this place. Thank you, Lord, for bringing us back. Thank you, Lord, for keeping us alive. Thank you, Lord, for giving us one more chance. See another day, the beginning of a brand new year. We just glorify your name right now. Bless your name, let it be glorified. Bless your word, let it be magnified. Bless your people, let them be edified. May the words of our mouth, the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, our strength and redeemer in Jesus' name. Amen. Give God a great big praise. <laughs> Come on, you can do better than that. This is the first praise of the year. Come on, you can do a lot better than that. I know y'all been up late last night, but come on and give God a great big New Year's praise. Come on. Amen. Amen. I, just so you know, I, I went to bed late too, or early. But I was on the prayer line. I don't know what y'all were doing. I... Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, that's why I'm in church right now. Amen. Good to see everybody. So many faces. So many faces I haven't seen in a while. I won't call no names. Amen. You know who you are. Amen. And where you are. Amen. We're just glad to be in our Father's house with our Father's children. Amen. Do me a favor, do me a favor, even if you got a mask on, just find somebody and look next, look at them and say, I made it to 2023. And tell them, that's, I'm glad about it. Amen. Hold on, I ain't through. Find another neighbor and say, now neighbor, 
I made it this far. And I'm giving you notice right now. I might act a fool up in here. Go on and, go on and make some noise. Go on and make some noise. Make a job for this is the day that the Lord has made. You ought to rejoice and be glad. Amen. Okay, now that's 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 my testimony, even, even if it ain't yours. Amen. 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 I was teasing with him over here. I said, y'all a little bit too noisy, but y'all can get noisy. Amen. Amen. You at home. Yeah, see, let's see what happens. I didn't release them. Okay. Somebody just got delivered. Somebody got, somebody just got set free. Amen. 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 I see you in the back. Amen. Just can't wait. Jay, they used to say, this might be my last time. Y'all remember they used to sing that? It may be my last time. I don't know. Amen. Yeah, I needed to hear that. That's, that's old school right there. Amen. Listen, there is a word from the Lord. I want to direct your attention to Joshua chapter 1, beginning at verse 1. Amen. We have already had church. We're just going to share, share a few words with you. And I don't want you to leave early. I want to, us to come together and do a declaration for 2023. But there's a word in the NIV version of Joshua 1, beginning at verse 1. And it says, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses is aid. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I am about to give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country to the Mediterranean Sea in the West. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. All 365 days of 2023. Because as I was with Moses, so will I be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give to them the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I want to tag this text with the title today, Your Future is Calling You. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you need to pick up your phone. Your future is calling you. No, no, no. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to put you on hold because my future is calling me. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord.
Closing out one year and ushering the next is always, for me, um, a time of reflection and reassessment. Our hope is that in the final analysis, progress outweighs setbacks and that the stage has been set for the next scene of our experience to completely unfold. And for most of us, if we're honest today, the truth is last year had some rough patches. It was rocky, it was rough, it was a year filled with second and third looks, not uh, just where we live, but how we lived. And at a time when change has become the rule rather than the exception, it's more critical and crucial than ever that we remember who we are, whose we are, where all of our help comes from, because I came today to announce to everybody who's listening to me that the same God that permitted your yesterdays, provided for your day, and also has prescribed your tomorrows, and your future is now calling you. <clears throat> Everything that you've been through has transported you to what you've come to. Your struggles have secretly been strengthening you. Your worry has taught you how to wait and how to worship. Your praise has shielded you from panic and depression. Your trials have trained you how to trust God. And now your future is calling you. And as we stand right now on the first day of a brand new year, I must confess to you, I like new things. I couldn't wait to get here. I like new things. I'm going to confess, I, I, I like new things. And, and most of you, if you grew up like I did, you grew up in families where some of the things that you had was passed down. They called it hand-me-downs. You, you received some stuff that was handed off from somebody else. If you can't say amen, just wave at me if you know that's real. <clears throat> Y'all don't act like you always lived in the kind of neighborhood you live in. You, you didn't always sleep in your own bedroom. You, you had some company, your, your coat, your shoes, your hat, your shirts, your dresses and blouses had been worn by somebody else and they put it on you and say, ooh, you done grown up some, you can wear that now. And, Cause it ain't no longer fitting them and so they hand it down to you and it's handed off to you. Uh, if, if that's your testimony, you, you, you know what it's like and the result to find yourself like me now enjoying new things. Look at your neighbor and say, I like new stuff. I, 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 I don't, I, 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 nothing wrong with driving a new car. I, I noticed when we came back from the pandemic, there were some cars in the parking lot I didn't recognize. Some, I, I, uh, didn't have no place to go, but some of us got some new stuff. New cars. I, I'm not mad at you. I, I, I periodically myself go into the showroom and even if I'm not even interested in buying, I just like to look at it and get that whiff of that new car smell. I, I, I like new homes because when they're new, they smell new. I'm not, I love new clothes because I'm sure they're going to fit pretty good. I, oh, don't y'all be looking at me like that. I, I like new things and I like a new year. I like the idea of new beginnings, new, new things, starting over, regrouping and renewing every aspect of our lives. And understand, I know that in reality that it's just another day, just another week, just another month, just 
another year, but I also know in that same reality that it is brand new. Because it's a new day. It's a new week. It's a new month. The day is the beginning of a new year, one that we've never seen before. And in the sacred scriptures, time, hear me well, is not concurrent, but it is described in linear terms. Can I preach to you for a minute? Because if you stand on the bank of a river and watch a piece of wood drifting or floating uh, downstream, it comes to you, it passes by you, and then it moves beyond you until finally it can no longer be seen by you. And that's how the Bible describes time. It comes to you. It passes by you. It moves beyond you until finally it can no longer be viewed by you. And I want you to know today that time is the most valuable commodity you'll ever have in your life. <clears throat> it's more valuable than money. You can make money, but you can't make more time. There's some things that uh, we cannot do with time. We cannot borrow time. We cannot save time. We cannot leave time. We cannot take time. The only thing you can do with time is use time, and we have a choice whether to use it wisely or use it foolishly. In the New Testament, Paul, that great theologian from Tarsus, said you ought to redeem the time. He said, make the most of every opportunity. That's an encouragement. In other words, don't waste time. Look at your neighbor and say, don't waste my time. Don't, don't you dare live another day of your life unfocused, unhappy, negative, and defeated. If you was pessimistic last year, you ought to make up your mind. I'm going to be a little bit more optimistic this year. Make the most of every moment. God has entrusted you with this precious gift of time. God has put his signature on your life and divine breath in your lungs as well as opportunity and chances all around you. You are a person of identity. Can I just testify and prophesy to you real quickly? You have a purpose to fulfill. You have an achievement uh, to, uh, that you've been assigned to. And this is the time for you to let go of distractions. Hear me when I say this, y'all. You need to release self-pity and discouragement and disappointment and redeem the moment because your future is calling you. I'm about to preach. You better come go with me real quickly. I need to remind you once again that yesterday is in the tomb and tomorrow is still in the womb with a possibility of a miscarriage. But today is all you have. Your future is calling you, y'all. Yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is a gift. That's why they call it the present. Your future is calling you. And so what steps are you going to take in order to respond to this call of your future? Because I got some suggestions real quickly, and here it is. I want to get to it real quickly. Number one, you need to embrace your future. Look at your neighbor and say, embrace this thing. Embrace your future because tomorrow is yours by design or default. Embrace it. Tomorrow is coming. And if it comes, or shall I say when it comes, we can hide from it or operate in it. We can welcome it or we can work against it. We can ignore it or we can incorporate it. I, I cannot speak 
for your today, but my goal right now is to stand before you here on the first day of this brand new year and encourage you to embrace the future. That's all I'm trying to do. Maybe you're not that excited about it, but maybe if I'll explain it a little bit more because the testimony of the text is that God is speaking to Joshua and he says to him, Moses, my servant is dead. And I mean, listen to that because Moses, y'all, in, in the history of the people of Israel was a great man. He was a great leader. He was a, a great prophet. He was a great military strategist. But that's both a compliment and a challenge because with all that, Moses is no longer. Somebody just missed it, so I'll explain it a little bit more. He's no longer, y'all. Moses is dead. Now, this is difficult, and it's difficult because it's hard to accept, and, 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 and it's difficult for us, for some of us to accept because it's much easier, hear me when I say this, to love a dead Moses than follow a living Joshua. I think I just said something. It, it, it's much easier to re reminisce about the past than it is to live in the present and move forward into the future. And I'm sorry to make this announcement to somebody, but Moses is dead. And I have to tell you real quickly to never permit yourself to be a prisoner of your past. I, I know the devil tries to remind you all the time about your past, but you need to remind him about his future. Can, can I get some help here? This is a new day. You need to walk into it with some swagger. This is a new time, a time of new beginnings. This is a new time. It's a new hour. And so if we're going to answer the call, embrace your future and be willing to, number one, step past some things that are gone. I know I'm about to preach right here because maybe if you don't get it, I'll get it for you. Step past some things that are gone. 2022 is gone. Whatever you didn't do, whatever you didn't achieve, whatever you didn't acquire, whatever you didn't accomplish, whatever you didn't say, whatever you didn't do, whatever you didn't give, however you didn't serve, it cannot be repaired, it cannot be revived, it cannot be renewed, restored, or redone. It's gone. If you didn't praise him last year, don't worry about it. You got a brand new chance to give him praise this year. If you've been out of church for a long time, you ought to thank somebody. I'm in church today. God said to, Mo he said to Joshua, Moses is dead. And Moses, hear me well when I say this, in the text is simply a metaphor. Moses is a picture because whatever or whoever your Moses may have been last year, I want you to know he's dead now. And you got to be willing to eulogize him and move on. Somebody ought to say, I'm about to go to a funeral. I know that's painful, but it's liberating because if I can admit the truth to myself, myself and I'm, I'm talking in the third person, I, I, I can accept now that that relationship is really over, that, that, that it's really, she's really not coming back or he's really not coming back. I, I messed up uh, one time too many. That was last year. I stepped over that line that they're not going to give me my money back, uh, that, that I said it and I can't take it back, uh, that it will never be like it used to be I, I've got to admit to myself and then when I do that I can finally bury whatever has died leave the cemetery and get on with my life somebody ought to give God praise and here's why you ought to do it because Philippians 3 and 13 Paul says forget the things that are behind and reach towards those things that are before you and press 
toward the mark of a high calling in Christ Jesus. Step past the things that are gone. And, they be, and then you got to be willing to step through your own guilt. Step past things that are gone. Step through your own guilt. Not the guilt others put on you. The guilt you put on yourself. Now, this is a huge psychological challenge, y'all. And let's be honest, because all of us have made some mistakes. Keep looking straight. Yeah. If you're always right, something is definitely wrong. Nobody's right all the time. Keep looking straight. <laughs> all of us have made some mistakes, and so often we proceed in guilt rather than gratitude. Don't you let your life be, your decisions be dictated by your guilt. Don't even come to church because of guilt. Not when Jesus died to set you free. All of us have made some mistakes and, and this is problematic for our future because if guilt is my driving emotion, I would tend to view the future with apprehension rather than anticipation. I will look at the future only through the fractured lens of the past and God's challenge to us today, y'all hear me, to all of us is to step through our guilt and get a grip on God's grace. Because there's no denying it, we failed, we fumbled, we flubbed, we have dropped the ball, we went the wrong way, we did the wrong thing at the wrong time with the wrong person in the wrong place, we made the wrong move, we got out of line, we got out of order, we went over the top. But here's the amazing thing about God's grace. Are y'all ready real quickly? Because you could shout on this, that grace has an answer for every guilt. Okay, I didn't say that right. Let me just give you the word. It says, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and he's just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all of our unrighteousness. Today is a brand new day and you've got a brand new moment. You can step past those things that are gone. You can step through your guilt and into God's grace. Let God put it into the sea of forgetfulness because whatever God forgives, he also forgets. God does not have a good memory every time you get ready to say God I'm sorry he's saying for what I've already forgiven you Psalms 103 says he removes our sins and separates them as far as the east is from the west so don't keep cursing and rehearsing and nursing your past what you've done when you've been how you felt step through your guilt with grace can I get somebody who will give God a, 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 I thank you for grace praise come on y'all you here because of grace when you were driving up you were driving on traveling grace when you woke up you woke up on getting up grace as we were sing that was singing grace you giving God praise that's praising grace somebody got saved and you know you wouldn't be in church not on the first day of the year that's amazing grace give God a grace praise there was there was a young man, he, he went to his pastor, he said, Pastor, I got to confess. He said, Pastor, I got to confess. I, 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 I've confessed my sin a thousand times to God and I still feel guilty. What am I doing wrong? I, I, pastor said, you should have confessed your sin once and then thank God 999 times for his forgiveness. Don't beat yourself up. Don't keep rehearsing and cursing and nursing 
Let God reverse what you feel is a curse. Listen, don't let happen what don't let, let what happened yesterday dictate to what's happening tomorrow. God doesn't term, determine your future based on what you've done in your past. I thank God for that. Moses is dead. Joshua, this is a new day for you. So step past what's gone. Step through your guilt, but then step beyond your grief. God said to Joshua, now you and all these people get ready. Pass over to the Jordan. You have to get ready for what God has for your future. You know why some of us can't embrace or receive what God has for us? We're not ready. Today is the day for you to get ready. And you've got to be open. You, you, you've got to open your mind and, and your heart and your life to the blessings that God has waiting for you. And that means stepping beyond your grief. Past Some people are not going to live a new year because they're still living the same old year. They've already lived it for the last 10 years and they keep on living the same year, still talking about how their parents abused them, still talking about how this person, how they treated them and, and who left them and talking about who broke their heart and, and talking about how their friends misused them. They don't like me on my job and how they mistreated me at church and somebody who wronged them and what happened to them and what didn't happen for them, torturing everybody around them with a testimony of past troubles. You ought to do yourself a favor. Stop telling people about what's going wrong in your life and start giving people a reason to hate on you because of what's going right in your life. Yeah, if somebody hating on you, you might be doing the right thing. If somebody don't like you, you ought to give God praise. It could be because they can sense the favor that's flowing in your direction. Somebody ought to give God a shout because of all the enemies you got because of how God has blessed you left and right. I won't complain. I, today is a day to let go of all that mess. I, I look at your neighbor and say, I think I better let it go. <laughs> ah, let that mess go. Uh, Y'all gonna make me preach because listen, you, you, you gotta step beyond the grief because the only reason the enemy keeps bringing up your past is because he knows he doesn't have any control over your future. He wants to hold you captive and to, to what happened to you so you'll miss what God has designed for you. And no matter what happened in the past, you got to get over it and get on with it. Your future is calling you. You've got to pass you got to step past what's gone and step through your guilt. Step beyond your grief. Can I give you one more? Yes, step past glory. Right. Former glory. Because you, maybe perhaps you were the top teacher. The leading salesman. The best banker. I, the most exceptional this or the most amazing that that's last year you better get over yourself you y'all know what my greatest fear is every Sunday is is how well the Lord let me preach last Sunday because I know that the next Sunday is coming and 
and, and you know better than your last performance. I wish I had somebody here. C can I give you a, a suggestion real quickly about all your accolades and everything you achieved last year? Here it is, real quickly. This, this, this will bless you. You might want to tweet it. You might want to forget about it. Okay, that was just too simple, wasn't it? Y'all, success is not a destination. It's a journey. You will never get there. You'll always be going there. Boy, I think I just said something. Because there's always a greater goal. There, there's always a better aspiration and a more superior ambition, a larger achievement, a bigger blessing, and a more remarkable anointing than anything you've ever experienced. Step past glory. Joshua could have lived in the glory of the past because he was there when they walked out of Egypt. He was there when they walked through the Red Sea. He was there when God broke the back of the Egyptians. He was there when they defeated the Amalekites. And yet at 80 years old, God told him to forget that stuff. That was last year. That was then. I've got some new stuff and I've got some new things. This is a new day and there's a new future. I have something that's greater. I've got something that's higher. I've got something that's grander. I've got something that's better. It's more wonderful. Y'all gonna get it in a minute. It's more marvelous. It's more fantastic. It's more awesome than you've ever, ever experienced before. And get this. Here's a good tweet for Facebook or whatever you want to put it on. The that the best with God is always yet to come. I'm going to say it one more time because somebody was distracting you. The best with God, the, listen, the best with God is always yet to come. Y'all still not getting this. The best with God is yet to come. No matter how great your past has been, oh, you better really celebrate because it's about to get better. God has a future for you that is better than anything you've ever experienced before. Are you ready for it? I need, I need to know, can I get at least 25 people that will stand in for the other 75 in the city? Are you ready for what God has? He gave me a brand new home. Oh, shoot, that ain't nothing compared to what he gonna let you put in it. He gave me a new car. Oh, that one's gonna be gone pretty soon. He gave me some new possibilities. God is about to bless you better than you've ever been before. Stop celebrating last year's and start walking into this. Somebody ought to say, I'm about to walk into my stuff right now. Oh, you think I was something last year. You ought to walk me this year. Your future's calling. Just embrace it. Just embrace it. Just embrace it. But secondly, you got to enlarge your faith. Say enlarge your faith. Here's what, it, here's what that means. Here's what that means. Don't limit God with little dreams. My, my, my neighbor says to me, he says to me, I, I, I had a snake in my garage. I had a snake. I grew up, I grew up in the city. I, I, not in the suburbs. I had a snake and I didn't know who to call, so I had to fire truck and the police, all of them came and he said, he said, he said, he said, Pastor Brown, you don't do nothing little, do you? <laughs> I 
big church. Big. Yeah, I, they was all out there, and all they did was got one of my golf clubs, picked it up, and I'm like, I'm standing over there. I'm just, and I, I can't do stuff small, Sneed, because I got a big God. I'm, I'm just too used to God doing big things. God don't bless me small. I don't know about y'all, but I, I've come to realize that if he's big enough to make this great big universe, and if he can make something out of nothing, if he can take some dirt and play in the dirt and mold it and shape a man and breathe in his nostrils, and he becomes a living So there's nothing that my God can't do. I serve a big, you can't limit God by thinking small. Don't limit God by putting boundaries on your life and your potential of what you can do and what you can be. This world has not seen what you can be when you reach your full potential. I know you might say, well, I should have been here at this age. I should have been here at that. Listen, you ain't past God still blessing you beyond your Stop thinking this room today is full of potential. Look around you. Ain't nothing but potential all in this room. Your row is full of potential. Your seat is full of potential. It's time for you to release your potential. You ought to tell the devil you are lying. I'm about to release my potential. Because look what he says here. Your territory is going to extend from the desert of Lebanon and the great river, the Euphrates, to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. In other words, God was saying to him, stretch your imagination. Can you stretch it real quickly? Because that, that, that's why we can't waste no time in the past. This was greater territory than they had ever possessed in their history. And that's why we cannot live in the past, y'all, because your destiny is always greater than your history. Whatever your history has been, as long as you keep breathing, as long as God keeps waking you up, your destiny is calling you. All you've got to do is stretch your imagination. You've got to go back and stir up those old dreams that the enemy has killed, those things that people said you could never be and you'll never be able to do. God has said it's yours. He told me last night, Ray, stand before these people and tell them I've already given it to them, but you can only possess it when you stake your claim on it you can only possess it when you put your feet on it he says wherever you put your feet what you put wherever you possess you can stake your claim wherever you put your feet I'm gonna give it to you somebody needs to go back to that old property you was about to buy and just start walking around it Y'all don't even know the history of resurrection. I remember when I first got here at 24 years old, we was trying to get some land in Universal City. They said we couldn't have it, so I just gave up on it. But somebody said, turn the corner in the church. There's this building that's for sale. And I remember when we walked up there, we began to walk around the building. We began to put our feet on it. It was in foreclosure. They told us we couldn't have it because planes fly over it. All I got to say is we bought that, and then we built this, and then we sold that because you can have whatever you put your feet on if you have a big God he can make anything y'all sitting in chairs right now because God is bigger than your imagination you got to have faith step on that thing look at your neighbor and say step on that thing you you got to step on that victory and 
step on that promise and step on that gift and step on that anointing. You got to stretch your imagination because God specializes in things impossible. God specializes in empowering people who've been put down and knocked down and cast aside and castigated and called no good and told they can't do it because they ain't rich enough, you ain't pretty enough, you ain't handsome enough, you not connected enough, you not smart enough. God specializes in lifting them and blessing them and changing them and promoting them and elevating them so that God can get all the glory out of our lives. And that's why our excuses will never work with God because for every one of our excuses, God has an exception. Ah, Helen Keller was born blind, deaf, and dumb, but she graduated to the class of her top, to the the top of her class. Michael Jordan was cut from the high school basketball team, but still became the person who had the last dance. Golda Meir was divorced grandmother from Milwaukee, became Israel's first prime minister. Bill Gates was a college dropout, but he, oh, became the richest man in the whole world. Nelson Mandela was incarcerated for 27 years. I went there and South Africa, but it still broke the back of apartheid in South Africa. Martin Luther King was mistreated, he was maligned and assassinated, but it didn't change the whole world for seeing that he had a dream. You can make more than you've ever dreamed you could be. You can take your gifts and your talents and your abilities and use them in ways that you never imagined. Just stretch your imagination. And then stretch your expectation. I didn't mean to preach like this, okay. Stretch your imagination, dream. Stretch your expectation. I expect God to bless me. Y'all think there's something wrong with that? I expect to be blessed. I expect God to do great things in my life. I, I expect to be the head and not the tail. I, I, I expect to be happy. I, I, I expect to be joyful. I ex- you Roll back your shoulders and keep your head up. Is there anybody here that has great expectations in your heart? I just need all the folk that are expecting great things this year to go make some noise, stand up, whatever you got to do, just show somebody, oh, you, you ain't looking at no. <laughs> God can reach you at the level of your expectation. God told Joshua, every place that you step, I'll give it to you, but you have to expect it. Or, or you'll never step into it. Never lessen your expectation. Broaden your horizon. Never let nobody rob you of your expectation. You, 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 you can't do that. I, watch me. Back in the early 2000s, it cost almost $4 million to build this. It cost about $10 million now to build the same building, maybe 15. I remember when we went to the bank to borrow some money in University City. And they looked at me with all in suits and stuff. And 
29 years old. We need some money. <laughs> Guy ran back in his chair. It looked like to me, you don't uh, need a couple of million and you're not going to be able to do it with what you got and yada, yada, yada. We, I remember walking out of there and I said to myself, I'm never, ever walking into a bank again. And they saying no to me. God fixed it where some people flew in. Came to my office and said, I'll tell you what you need to do. Get your books together. Let's see what your potential is. And then see if you could do a fundraiser. And we did a fundraiser, didn't even reach half of our goal. But we did it anyway. And mainly what we taught the people to do was just trust God in your tithes and offering. Hold on, hold on. We never did have no lines of people walking down and we didn't try to guilt people into giving. We didn't have no gimmicks. Tired of gimmicks. People trying to sell now cannabis to get folk into the church. Huh? Ain't no, no, I ain't trying to mess with you. If you smoke cannabis or whatever, if it, for medicinal purposes. Do you, boo. Okay, listen, here, let me get back. Uh, hold on, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Stop trying to also judge folk for doing stuff that you used to do. But I just slipped right out, didn't it? it just <laughs> we needed four million dollars. We I, we watched everybody else make mistakes and we learned on the way and then all of a sudden, all I could say is God made it happen. We broke ground and we were ready to go. Had a bond initiation. All Wall Street had to do was sell the bonds and that was our money. Only problem was the next day that the bonds were supposed to go on sale, 9-11 hit. Everything stopped. And then I walked around the land. I walked around the whole, I said, God, you didn't bring us this far to leave us. We've been told no once before. I just believe you're going to make a way. And all I got to say is here we are now. Hold on. In 2023, this was in 2001. God can make a way out of no way when you have great expectations. They, they said it couldn't happen. People in the city of San Antonio say they'll never do it. And y'all listen, the reason why people don't like you is because they don't like what God is doing with you. The reason why they don't like your church is because they can't explain why God keep blessing your church. Why is he having so much favor on Ray Brown? Ray Brown ain't this and he ain't that. You sure right, but God's grace is amazing. He has, a, he has an eraser for all my errors. He has a balm for all of my bruises. He has a cure for all of my calamities. He has some mercy for all of my mistakes. If you serve the same God that I do, you ought to give him praise and you ought to thank him and say hallelujah. 
never allow anybody to rob you of your expectation. Don't you come to church again and not expect God to work a miracle. Don't you come to church and sit up here and praise God and not expect him to work it out and to work it through. He'll work on your marriage and do stuff that you thought you, you that's the problem. You've been trying to do it yourself. You, you need to turn some stuff over to God. God, I turn my children over to you. God, I turn my spouse over to you. God, I turn my job over to you. God, I turn my boss over to you. God, I turn those enemies over to to you once you give it to God then you could sleep better at night and start just rejoicing over what God is about to do it you can praise him so hold on this gonna take longer than I thought didn't mean to do this just one service so I got to get all two services in this one sermon here it is When you live in great expectation, it's going to require for you to enlarge your faith. Enlarge your faith. You enlarge your faith, it's going to require that you stretch your imagination, stretch your expectation. But then here is another one stretch your identification. Don't you forget who you are. You are a child of God. I think we forget that sometimes, y'all. And, and, and because you're a child, that's why God favors you. He ain't going to let you treat your children better than he treats his. Your entire life has been lived, and you didn't even know it, under the protective custody of God. And that's why you don't have to be worried about nobody threatening you or, or saying what they're going to do to you. No weapon formed, no weapon framed, no weapon financed against you shall ever prosper. You, you need to step the people in. Now, I'm not trying to tell you to do, you know, be careful how you do it, but just say it to yourself. You don't even know who I am. You messing with a child of God. In order to get to me, you got to go through God. And, and you can't do that because he's so high, you can't get over him. He's so wide, you can't get around him. He's so low, you can't get under him. And you need to say to yourself, that's why I got swagger. That's, that's why I got glide in my stride. That, that, that's why I got groove in my move and pep in my step and a dip in my hip. Because when you know that you are a child of God and that God has already promised some stuff for you and that you are all already highly favored this year things are going to happen for you beloved that that you are going that's going to defy expectation and explanation when people ask you how it happened you're gonna to have to shake your head and tell them I, I I don't know I'm just a child of God and because you are a child of God you know his eyes are on you and that God is your shepherd and you shall not want Hezekiah Walker said it best when he said I can't help but give you glory when I think about my story and your favored me because my enemies tried but couldn't triumph over me. They whispered, they conspired, and they told their lies, but God favors me. My character, my integrity, my faith in God, God favors me, will not fail, will not uh, bend, will not compromise. God favors me. Then he says, I speak life. I speak health. I speak prosperity. God favors me. And then he got happy when he was writing and said, yes, 
Yes, yes, God favors me. Hold on, Ray, I got a long way to go. My future's calling me. And I've got to embrace my future. My, 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 my future's calling me. I've got to enlarge my faith. But here's the last one. Here it is. I've got to engage my foe. Y'all, y'all knew that was coming, right? I, I, I'm sorry to be the one to tell you, but you've got an adversary. Don't you think for any moment that you're going to go through 365 days this year? And that the enemy is going to allow you to live without any opposition. You need to get that out your head right now. There is an enemy that's standing in the way of your peace, your progress, your prosperity. He's come to steal. Steal. I'm sorry, I'm stuck, I'm stuck on that one. Steal. <laughs> and last week, he, he tried to come to my family to kill on Christmas Day. And he's come to destroy. Oh, but you got to engage him this year. Can I help you real quickly? This first Sunday, so you already know how to do it. You do it with the blood of Jesus. You got to learn how to plead the blood of Jesus. Ah, I'm sorry. I'm I'm trying to preach this thing, Cobb. God assured Joshua that no one will be able to stand against him all the days of his life. They may come against you, but they won't be able to stand up against you. And that's why Joshua could praise God because he was not fighting for the victory. He was fighting from the victory. And you know you do fight different when you know you're already going to win. If the fight's been fixed, you ain't got to put as much energy. You ain't got to fight as hard. You fight differently when you know that you've got the victory. God said to him and God says to us, nobody will be able to stand against you because 2023, uh, 2022 years ago, 2023 years ago, there was a fight that was settled on Calvary. Oh, it was a fight. Y'all, they put nails in his hands and they put spikes in his feet and they pierced him in the side and put a crown of thorns on his head. But let me tell you what happened. He got victory on Calvary and because of what he did on the cross, it nullifies my yesterdays, it prepares me for my tomorrows and it helped me for my today. All I got to do is release the failures of yesterday and open myself up to the possibilities of my tomorrow because the enemy will try to discourage you. The enemy will always oppose you. The enemy will always lie to you and lie on you. He'll tell you you're not worthy. He'll tell you that you're not good enough. He'll tell you that you can't do it. He'll tell you that you won't make it, that mountains are too high, that valleys are too low, that the road is too rough, that the going's too tough, that the giants are too big. But I came to tell you that he has no power over your life. He is already done. You are already victorious. God is greater than any problem you'll ever have and God will give you the victory so engage your enemy. That's what Joshua did and I want you to know today that you are overwhelmingly victorious. 
I'm gonna say it again, overwhelmingly victorious. You are not defeated, depleted, or deleted. You have the conquering power of God. And that's why God said four times, I'm just about through, I'm just about through. He said four times, don't be afraid. Fear not. Be courageous. Be strong. Fear not. Fear will bury your blessing and steal your strength. Somebody said it like this. Fear does not rob tomorrow of its sorrow. It robs, it robs today of its strength. It'll sabotage your success. You got to get up tomorrow and literally look in the mirror and say the devil is alive. You got to have conquering, the conquering power of God. Here's another one. You got to have the, not only the conquering power of God, but the continuing presence of God. Yeah. I promise you, I'm just about through. This is not a Baptist lie. <laughs> coming to the end. I'm coming to a close. I'm coming, I'm coming. The continuing, in verse 9, I got to get this out. He says something that ought to stay with you for the rest. I will never leave you. Yeah. Have you ever felt like God is not there? all the preaching, all the singing, all the teaching or whatever you've done in service and, and you're going through something and you're asking yourself, why God? But he says, I will not, if God is with you, you can't fail. If God is with you, you are or might go through, but you're going through, which means you're coming out. If God is with you, understand you've got the conquering power of God. That's for your enemy. You've got the continuing presence of God. But also, here's the last one, the continuing promise of God. This year, I'm going to live on that promise. I'm living on the promises, not just coming here in the premises. I'm not going to be just talking about where I came from. I'm, I'm going to start talking about where I'm going. I, I'm not preoccupied with the past. I'm, I'm overwhelmed with the promise of my future because God says just as I was with Moses, so shall I be with you. God never makes a promise that he can't keep, y'all. He, he, he promised to fight your battles, and he will. He, he promised to heal your body, and he will. He promised to save your soul, and he will. He promised to deliver, and he will. He promised to rescue, and he will. He promised to make your enemies your footstools. That's how we prevail. That's how we win. That's why we praise. I made it on the promises of God, but I ain't by myself because Moses learned it at the Red Sea. Joshua learned it at the city of Jericho. David learned it with some small, small stones as he threw them at Goliath. Daniel learned it in the lion's den. Peter learned it in the prison in Jerusalem. Stephen learned it being stoned to death. And Paul learned it in prison. John learned it on the Isle of Patmos. That if God said it, that ought to settle it. That if God consecrates, he will orchestrate. That if it's God's will, it's God's bill. And that's why every now and then you ought to have a Shaka Khan praise. Can't nobody love me better. Can't nobody make me happy, make me feel this way. I'm through, y'all. But the Bible says that death and life 
are in the power of the tongue and you ought to speak some life right now over yourself. You ought to tell yourself, I'm going to step out on faith and everywhere I step I believe God is going to bless I'm standing on holy ground and I believe I can fly goodbye y'all happy new year may God bless you real good I'm trying to stop preaching but can I celebrate real quick ain't the Lord alright I said ain't the Lord alright ain't he alright Ain't he, ain't he, ain't he? Come on and give him some praise. Do me a favor real quickly. Everybody, wherever you are right now, just stand on your feet wherever you are. Stand on your feet wherever you are right now. Wherever you are right now. If you haven't already done it, look around and just tell people around you, Happy New Year. Just come on, just greet them real quickly. Tell them, tell them, tell them, hold on. Tell them I apologize for getting up and down in the service, but, but God was speaking to me, amen. Listen, you know what I'm proud about today? First thing I want to say, I'm proud about seeing all these young people in this place right now. This is a blessing. Can I, can, I, can I get, can I just get the young adults and the youth just to come down, the young adults and youth just to come forward? Is that okay, y'all? Their immune system is a little bit better than y'all's. Amen. Amen. Let's give God, give praise for this baptism that we had today. Amen. Come on, young people, come on. You better make some noise for all these young people in this church, y'all. Blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed when we come and when we go. For the towards me I want you all that are out there stretch your hands toward them right now this is just something that we're going to do today and I believe if life and death are in the power of the tongue we've got to make some declarations that are powerful they're not going to stay young during the pandemic some of these were babies and they've grown to the point I don't even know half of them anymore amen even the kids they're growing so fast young people Bring it down just a little bit more for me. Young people, never stop trusting in God. 
you are blessed that you got parents and guardians or whoever's taking care of you that brings you into a place where you can learn. This world is cruel. And they've got all kind of crazy values. They got identity issues. Now you don't have to hate on the people or, or you don't have to argue with folk who don't know who they are, but remember you are a child of God. It's not about who's in the Democratic Party or the Republican Party. Who, always remember, you can keep your hands stretched. I know that's hurting. I know, stretch, y'all, stretch. Stretch your imagination. <laughs> they like, <laughs> we, we want to empower you today. And we want to empower ourselves as a church. Is that okay? And so I want you all to say with me, young people, and I want the adults to say, let's all say it together as a church today. By the grace of God, I speak over my own life. Today, this year, I declare and decree that no matter what, this year is going to be remarkable. It's gonna be unexplainable. It's going to be extraordinary. I believe, say it young people, I confess that I am blessed, I shall be blessed going out and coming in. I believe and I confess that in my life this year, even in school, on my job, or wherever, whatever challenges I face, things are going to work out. Things that frustrated me in the past, I'm going to complete this year. This year, God is going to move in my life. I believe it and I receive it. I, I need somebody to say that with boldness. This year, everybody near me is going to be blessed. Everybody who knows me, my classmates are going to be blessed. God is going to show up, show out, and show off I'll never be the same in Jesus name come on and give God some praise in this place hey. hold on stretch your hands one more time we're gonna pray this prayer with me pray this with God my father I thank you for keeping me alive I thank you for watching over me everything I went through in 2022 allowed me to stand here today sometimes up sometimes down sometimes happy sometimes sad sometimes hurt sometimes in pain but I know that through it all you at work and you're working it out for the good in my life I thank you for watching over me I pray that this year you would use me and give me a desire to pray more, to study more, a desire to know you more and to worship you more. In Jesus' name, right now, I believe that everybody I touch will be blessed. Everybody who touches me is going to be blessed. And I thank you 
in advance. I declare it. Come on, say it so the devil can hear you. I declare it. I decree it. I shout about it in Jesus' name. Now go on and celebrate. If you believe that prayer, I believe God is going to do something incredible for you. Thank you, young people. Amen. Oh, we're blessed. We're blessed. Thank you for that word. Thank you for that word. And that word demands a response. A word that powerful, it demands a response. And what better day of the year than today to start over again? You know, I believe there's somebody in this house right now that wants to start over again. You're looking at your future and you're realizing that you need God in your life. So I believe there's somebody in here that wants to start over again today. I'm gonna to ask the ministers and deacons to come forth and stand in the aisles. If you are so inclined to move Today would be one of the best days to do it. What better way to say I started off January 1st, 2023. I know I started off right because I gave my life to God. Amen, amen. 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 Give I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I worship you. I worship you. Just want to Let me finish, let me finish. In Ecclesiastes 3, it says that there's a time for everything. 
I believe that you didn't come in here today by accident. Somebody came in here with something on their heart. And I believe that this is your time. And if you're having trouble with it, I want, I want you to make, I want you to understand it's, it's, it's really pretty easy. It's as easy as A, B, C. A, admit that you're a sinner and that you need God in your life. B, believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and that he died for your sins. And then C, confess Jesus as the Lord and Savior of your life. It's just that easy. Or maybe you've already been saved. You've already had the experience that the young lady had today. You've already had that experience. But you're in need of a church home, a place to live out your faith among other believers. Look no further than right here. Pastor Brown would love to be your pastor, and the Resurrection Church family would love to have you as a part of our family. And then there's a, another way you can join. You can walk down the aisle, and if, 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 you, if, you, if you're scared to walk down with a male, we'll send a female down there to get you. But you can walk down the aisle, or if you're watching us virtually, you can join that way also. It's very easy. You can text JOIN to 830-689-8074. Give us your information. Someone will contact you. And for those that have done that, right now I think we need to give God a hand clap of praise for what he has done. Somebody chose today to begin again. They chose today to begin again. Thank you. All right. Now we've worshiped in praise. We've, we've worshiped in prayer. We've worshiped in a magnificent preached word. Now it is time for us to worship in our pockets. <laughs> Everybody can participate on this, okay? Everybody can participate on this. First of all, I want to thank you for your continued support of this ministry because, because of your faithfulness, we've been able to touch lives in this city, in this nation, and right here in this church on a daily basis. You can give electronically through PushPay, just text RBC1 to 77977 and follow the instructions. You can also mail it in, okay? Or you can drop it off right here at the church location. Again, Pastor Brown, we're grateful for the sermon. Please continue to pray for Pastor Brown as he leads us through 2023. And before we depart, we do have a presentation of a certificate to Miss Jasmine Gutierrez. We are proud of you, Jasmine, and we thank God for you and your example, and you're part of a good tribe. Amen. I want the whole tribe of Jasmine to stand up wherever you are. Amen. Look at there. Amen. This right here is to certify not only a reminder of what you did today, but also that 
you took up another 25 minutes in worship on the first Sunday in January. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Come on, let's celebrate her. Amen. Uh, one other thing. Next, starting next Sunday, church services will be at their usual time, 9 a.m. at The Rock, uh, 10.30 a.m. here, and again at 12 noon for our Spanish service at The Rock. Now, if you would, please, would you please stand as we recite together our vision statement. I guess they're not going to, okay, there it is. Who are we? Who we are? Service of Christ, developing followers of Christ, share the love of Christ. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord smile on you and give you his grace. And may the Lord show you his favor and give you peace. God bless you and happy New Year's resurrection.